All right. We're ready to rock. Let's ready to rock and roll. Do it. All right. Where do we even start? Where do we start? Where do we start Ooh. with Sean Shamrock? Can we talk about how there's clearly a microphone hierarchy here and I've got the <laughs> <laughs> He's the first one to call he us is, out. He is the first one to call us out. I'm very sorry. I can put my gold watch around the microphone if you would like. If, that used to be you, my old one. <laughs> like, Don't I mean, say that. Well, Don't mine's say gold that. Now. Yeah. Right. So, Thank, thanks for the old one. No. <laughs> yes. They you, get you put own, it in such no, a wrong what I'm way. Is it's an honor that you were like, speaking on a microphone that I have. That's, 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 not that's, not that, that's not how that landed for so me. Damn. Sorry. That's like in five in, in, in like five years, I can come back and you guys will have like these futuristic like robot, and I'll have that one. <laughs> 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 well, it's gold. Yeah, right. that's what I was we'll have we'll have microphones that transcend time and space, yeah. just floating in the right. air. You won't even have microphones. You're just gonna like fucking ESP your words into the you know. Like, <laughs> that's, like, 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 can you give like me a Sean? Right, like the little gray men, like the aliens. They have no mouth, but people hear what they're saying. In head, you right. guys will all be there. You'll be like, Sean, check out this cool gold microphone. You guys all be here, like, talker. Yeah. <laughs> using his words. Yes. Look at this guy using his mouth. Do you remember a time when we had to subject ourselves to language? Guys. Ridiculous. Yeah. First yeah. off, I do love your name, Sean Shamrock. It is, <laughs> it's a great man. name. So. Uh, you know what's funny is I, I was just on this other this other uh, podcast the other day. As a buddy of mine, he has a, a fight podcast, and he asked me. No one had ever asked me about the name. It was just the name of my created player in like an old WWF video no. game. Oh <laughs> my <laughs> god! So then, like when uh, like, like an Xbox username. Yeah, but like before, like there was no internet. It was just like a guy, like a creative, so it was a character you created. created. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. And then like when um, like AOL chat came out, like you had to pick a name, and I was like, oh, I'll go show Shamrock, and then <laughs> yeah. dude, and then it just stuck, and then I kind of like adopted it because. I don't necessarily want everyone to know my real name, you know, when I'm dealing with, you know, running a, a nightclub or getting involved in different things that I get involved with. It's like cool to have a, a barrier between right. your stage name. Yeah. 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 It's a stage name. You know, like I remember like, so my dad owns a, a pizza restaurant and <laughs> like when I was younger, I was like wild and getting in trouble and people would come in and be like, Oh, you know, Jim is, is your Sean, your son Sean, and he'd be like, maybe you know. I don't, so that was a, let's, let's let my parents live in peace, you know. Yeah, okay, exactly. Okay. I can respect that. But you said you like dabble in like a whole bunch of different stuff. Yeah. Do you want to like tell? Because uh, I know a little bit about it, but yeah. like tell Max and Christian, please, like, and all all of the listeners, what is it that you do? Who is Sean Shamrock, and all that your past entails? Well, I'm a managing partner at a place called Sunset Ribs, or more casually, Sunset in Waterford. Mm -hmm. It's a two-restaurant level bar, but it's like I run as much close to being like a summer waterfront nightclub as I can. Um, I've managed some MMA fighters for a while. I was involved in that, and I'm actually just working on getting more involved in in, in that scene and uh, hoping to find a, a career path that way i've been uh i can't talk too much about it but i've been trying to do some things on, on a national level that way mm, um nice. and then like just marketing's kind of always been my thing so like my buddy just opened a bar and I'm, I'm running his social media and then this girl who was in there was like oh i just opened a nail salon can you run my social media so <laughs> i was like yeah yeah i was like sure i'll call you know I've, I've i don't know anything about 
that world, but I'm sure I can figure it out. But um, get your nails done a few times. Yeah, yeah, that's it, There's man. Some perks. A little French tip. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, see, you already are like Terminology. halfway there. Yeah, yeah. There you go. dropping some more. No, I love acrylics. <laughs> uh. yeah. Ready to go. And Ready I know you go. have also had some interesting jobs in your past too. Yeah, um, I was just saying the other day. I, I hadn't really thought about it. I think my whole life trajectory, one of my first jobs was I was working at McDonald's. It was in McDonald's in Lisbon. This was my... I think in my, Lisbon, really? Yeah, because I, I went to Griswold High School. So I grew up in, in Jewish Okay, Saturday. No way. I would frequent there all the time. Yeah. I hope you didn't like fuck with my chicken well, nuggets and french fries. I probably, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm significantly older than you, so you were probably a child. I mean, I worked your birthday party or something in the, in the, in the, in the place. Sure That's how you guys okay. know all each right. other. He, made sure right. he was the one who made sure you didn't die in the ball pit. Yeah. 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 Kid, you're going to be on the radio someday. I can feel it. <laughs> you're the most mischievous child here. You're definitely going to no, be on the I air. I was not the most mischievous, but anyway. I, I get the way her voice carried down the tunnel slide. I was like, oh, there's a future here. <laughs> <laughs> No, so that was one of my first jobs. Um, and then, like, just by luck of the draw, you go in and they, like, throw you either on. You're either, like, a register person or a cook person. You know what I mean? And just they put me on the register. And, you know, I was, like, 16. And, like, they're like, oh, this kid's good. And I just got used to dealing with the public, you know. And then I ended up with a position where on weekends I would just work birthday parties, which is where I found out about t- where I found out about tips the parents would oh, give you. Uh, you know what I mean? Ooh. A magical world. Right, yeah. right. So, well, like. McDonald's doesn't let you collect tips. Well, the parents of the birthday parties would always, you know, because <laughs> yeah, like, you're the at table least. money. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. yeah, if somebody gives you money, they give yeah. you money. You know, so, like, I, I would. especially. Right, right. And, I, you know, I think minimum wage at the time, I think I was making, like, five sixty-five an hour. So then you go do these parties and you would do like three or four in a day and, and usually get like 20 bucks from each one and so like gotcha. I just kind of like that so works. so then like once I found out that was happening I would like make sure I got a little extra food for the party I would do like whatever I could okay, to like that's where it all began right right, <laughs> that's you know? right. and like like I was just saying that the other day and for the first time ever and I was like really kind of like seeing like wow, I think that really is kind of just how this whole thing and it like got started yeah but um Working at McDonald's uh, kind of was the trajectory. But working at McDonald's in that, in that time, too, was like, like also you got to, uh, the food would all be in bins. It's not like now where things are made to order. It's like behind the register, it would just be like. Things are made to order? Oof. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, would, I would say created. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 no, listen, I, listen. I just <laughs> ate it on my way over here, okay? Listen, listen I love it. So listen, 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 I wouldn't say made to order now, but it's like built to order you know they they have okay but like you're constructing said constructed yeah, yeah. yeah but okay. like when i worked there in in the mid 90s like at, you're at the register and right behind you there was just like slots of burgers and you would just turn around and you'd bag up the stuff but i would just oh what yeah and, wow. and, and then there was time there'd be like slots like so like every 10 minutes they threw away everything but that's just oh, how no way. yeah, yeah that's, just, that's just how <laughs> That's how it worked. I you had guys, no idea. You guys don't no. remember that? Oh yeah, my god! Yeah, yeah. How much food did you no. have to throw away That's on like right. a daily basis? All the time. It was like constantly. Just oh my god! Yeah. But, wow. But like Damn. my friends would come in and like I would just give them all the right. food we were gonna yeah, throw yeah. away, you know. So then <laughs> yeah. more people, Good more idea. people would come to McDonald's because I was giving it away. And like I was like, <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then they would give me. More, well, then my friends would be like, "Yo, here's twenty bucks or whatever for twelve dollars." Yeah. So like I started my own little entrepreneur. I was I was I was a partner at McDonald's at sixteen. They just. 
just, they just didn't know. A black market McDonald's dealer. Did you hear about the 11 chicken nugget Robin Hood guy? Yeah. And so, so now with where I'm at in life, when I saw that, I was like, man, the math on that, he must have given away $30,000. That's what somebody said. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. so I saw this story. Did you guys hear it? Yeah. So I uh, talked about it on the radio this past week. Basically, um, this guy, he's like the Robin Hood of chicken nuggets. He said that for two years while he worked at McDonald's, every time somebody ordered a 10 piece chicken nugget, he would give them 11 nugs. Wow. Dude, he's nugs like. For two years. People are calling him like St. Nugs online. St. <laughs> nugs. Right. So, Providing for the children. Somebody right. like did like retail, the cost would be right around like thirty to $40,000. Oh, right. Yeah, that so that's just what I guessed was $30,000. 30000 McDonald's in the article. So now, yeah, so being in the position I'm in now, that's how I, I look at it differently than I did as a 16 year old. I mean, now I look, but my look at it is like. Yo, that's like thirty grand. This guy just came <laughs> you're away. stealing money here. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. this isn't good. Well, that's what people don't realize in, in those kind of positions, especially like so like running a bar, they always say you don't hire a bartender who doesn't steal, you hire a bartender who steals the least. That's like the term that they <laughs> Oh really? I've never heard that. Yeah. I have not. Being not yeah. in the industry and stuff. Right, right. Little... Because they all do something. Whether you, you know, you don't want people who are like the, the big cardinal sin would be like if I'm the bartender and you come in and you order a Corona, you give me five bucks and I just put that five dollars in my pocket. Like that's Oof. just like straight out stealing. Yeah. But what you'll have is like, oh, you're my boy. So here's your tab. It's forty dollars. It probably should have been fifty dollars. Like, but if you're only coming in, to, I hear about that right. all yeah. the but, time. Yeah. But the juice has to be worth the squeeze because if you're only coming in because I'm working. It's kind of worth it. Like I used to manage uh, okay. a, a club, a strip club in Berlin, and on Tuesday nights, the bartender was doing that. She was giving the world away and stealing. But Tuesday nights were almost as big as Friday and Saturday because so many people would come <laughs> to see to see right. her. You know yeah. what I mean? So, it, yeah, it so it's like you just kind of look the other. So it's like other. a marketing ploy almost. Yeah, like if enough yeah. people are willing to go see that one particular person. Right. Yeah. So you know, just gotcha. kind of is, is it is it worth is what they're doing right worth? You know. It's kind of an ego thing at that point of deciding, like, fuck you, you're not stealing from me, but you're actually making me money. It's, it's kind of tough, you know. When then you just have like heavy pours where the bartender's just pouring right. too much alcohol in, yeah. you know, which makes people, you know, it's super for bartenders to do that because it almost makes a drink undrinkable. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to go make a drink so heavy that you're not going to order a second one, you're actually going to lose out on a second there tip. You, you know, it, there's just, yeah. but there's a million different ways to, to quote unquote steal, you know, and it's just, like I said, you find someone who steals the least. That's interesting. Mm. Huh. So, but they steal the weeds in the in, in the way that they're giving away a little extra to like their boy, like their right, like their buddy, right. not just or, a or like a regular customer, someone who's oh, okay. there all the time. You know, it's just it's just it's part of the as as a as, as a business owner, you, you know, you just know that it's part of the deal. You know that there's stuff happening. Yeah. You let them think they're being slick as long as it all in the end of the what comes out in the wash. As long as they're not being. Right. egregiously <laughs> greedy. You know? right. But like even finding uh, like a quality person I think can sometimes be difficult for you because I've seen your search on Facebook. Oh yeah, dude, that's my favorite. So, <laughs> so he'll post like, he'll be like, what What do you say? Like I, I had an interview or like I was looking for people and like a hundred people applied for the position. Yeah. About 10 of them scheduled an interview that like were actually like good enough. Yeah. And then like only three showed up. Yeah. And then like none of them were good. <laughs> yeah. What? Why that do people do that? Up. Why do so many people apply for a job like that and just think they can no call, no show? So I think that it's an anxiety thing. I 
I like job interviews. Like I've in my life gone on job interviews for jobs I don't even want. Just to just to be wanted. <laughs> just, just to get the thrill. Just to be wanted. Yeah. Just because you get the thrill. Just for like the val- just for the validation. Just, yeah. yeah. I would want. Right. Just for the validation <laughs> to be like, we want you. I'm like, oh, sorry, it's oh. not gonna work. Out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Sean Shamrock, brain surgeon. That's right. But especially dealing with younger people these days who are so used to communicating through text. And so, like, you'll get a, a resume and be like, oh, man, this looks good. And email back and forth. And they're like, blah, blah, blah. They're so excited. And this is what they're going to do. This is what they bring to the table. And you bring them in and they just sit there. You know what I mean? So then I'm wondering how many of those people actually couldn't even show up because they can't have a, a conversation. Right. They can't look somebody in the eyes. It's just uh, right. there's such a, a, a loss in human to human contact because. What are they going to do, though? Because those people are going to need to find jobs just like. Like we, no matter like what. I have growing up, you know what right, I mean? Right, right. Yeah, no, for sure. That's just that's just my barroom psychology on it. I think huh. people don't show up to interviews because they get so like worked up about having to do the interview. Do you? Do you th- th- oh, oh, sorry. I was gonna say <laughs> that's we right. all have so many questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> many, so We're many fascinated. Questions. This is a good sign. One of the things I've kind of noticed when I'm talking to mid twenties, kind of in our age range and everything like that, they don't like. To Thanks talk- for including me in well, the age yes, range. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they don't like to talk on the phone. Do you run into that problem a lot? Will you email somebody a million times and then try to call them and they'll just not respond to that? Yeah, but to be fair, I hate talking on the phone too. <laughs> okay, but <laughs> but it's funny because sometimes you'll be dealing. But but like with business, with business, I, I, I'm okay with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like because sometimes it's just like you'll be going back and forth. You know texting or emailing and it's like man if only they invented something where my words can go right to you <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we can talk about this instantaneously <laughs> it's that ESP uh, thing you were talking yeah. about before we started recording the microphone hasn't come into the room yeah yet. that's right, right. <laughs> but um but yeah for, sh- for, for sure that's that's definitely a thing and um when you're trying to get somebody in for like, hey, can you come in Tuesday at nine? No, I can't. Can you do Wednesday at three? Oh no, but can I do Thursday at four? I can't do Thursday. Like, dude, just give me a call, man. <laughs> right, you know, just call me. Yeah. Like, I'm done with this. Yeah. Right. But um, yeah, it's just I think it's a, a lack of uh, communication skills and. Um, no, well, and then I'm sorry, but like some of the things that I've seen. Oh, well, I just post, I get, like these people like don't yeah. even. I guess I'm great. I, I wish I, I wish I knew we were gonna talk about this because I would have at least memorized some. Of it. I, I guess some of this like wild, wild resumes. Like just people. Well, like, I'll post them on Instagram if you want to send them to me, and then yeah. that way we can put them like in our Instagram, and you can see. Yeah, I will, man. I will. But like, like some guy applied for a dishwashing job, and he's just like, well, you know, he was in. I know you guys are out here in Middletown, I don't know if you know, but like I'm in Waterford and he's in New London. It's like the next town over. It's like right there. And he's like, well, it's a long way to drive for an interview if I know I'm not going to get the job. So can you... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> 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 Waterford and New London's not even from that area. I know that's what? not even close. Right. What like, is his scale for distance? He needs to be able yeah. to crawl there? Right. Like, <laughs> walking distance. And then, and then like this other guy, I know he was like 50 years old and he was like, you know, maybe older, and he was like, you know, 1984, he worked here, and then this is like a huge gap, and then it's like 1997, and then there's another <laughs> huge gap, Uh-oh. like 2002, and then be like, he wrote something, I have to find this one, he's like, I, I cannot verify employment for these time gaps, but I worked, but I can't tell you where, or something like that. I was like, oh, bro, just say you were in prison. Yeah, because I don't mind hiring felons. I'll hire, like, if you come to me straight up, like, certain things I'm a little bit more wary of, but like, if you come to me, like and you're like oh hey I, I fucked up and blah 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 and this is like what's up I'll hire you you know what I mean I'll give people I, I'm all about giving people second but you chances. saw like restrictions yeah if you're like, kind of restrictions <laughs> yeah I'm wondering, like, <laughs> people who get arrested for stealing I, I, yeah I, I, that, that one's is, kind of a given okay. if, if you've been uh, you know 
even a like a violent crime depending on like what we're talking about you got in a bar fight and maybe but like you're in that atmosphere I right, understand. but if you're selling you. drugs or something you know you guys just whatever there's there's certain things i'll overlook Steal, stealing okay. just the one i have a hard time bringing somebody in who just because like you said earlier you like you shouldn't have to justify why somebody's stealing right <laughs> right but i got burnt really bad on it once too i hired a kid man i gave him like all the opportunity in the world and then he ended up stealing a bunch of money yeah Ooh, yeah, and they give this bad sucks. name for everybody else right, dude, and, I was, and I was like yeah. dude I went even the cops were like yeah we think it was this guy and they couldn't quite prove it but they knew it was like somebody like had ratted on him and I was like no way it's not this kid it's not this kid you know so then it's like oh, you know. yeah right I vouch for you yeah yeah, yeah. so you know when you, when you come to me and like yo I just got out of jail and I'll do anything you know so I just you know like I, I gave him like an overnight position where he had a key and an alarm code and he would come in and clean the place you know what gotcha. I mean? and then like I came in one day and like my office door was kicked in and all this money was gone Jesus. and he's like, he's like oh, I don't know what happened you know and, <laughs> uh, really strong uh, wind uh, came yeah. through <laughs> blew all the money away yeah but you know I, the point of my story is if you sell drugs, I'll give you a job. You're obviously an entrepreneur. You've got sales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can deal so, with the public. Face to face contact. Right. Yeah, right. Face to face yeah. contact. Social, yeah. no yeah. social anxiety. Yeah. No, not at all. Knows how to yeah, do a slide right. text. Yeah. So. <laughs> do you think the restaurant business is probably the most social business? Yeah, I think it make it's it's the most fake social business. Like, cause just fake just just way. know that your bartenders and servers all hate you. Like, I'm glad I know that now. What can what's one thing that a person can do to make the bartender's day better, or to like at least make just their job even, easier? Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Um, know what you're gonna order when you get to the bar mm. that's that's like well like I'm, I'm i'm speaking from a place that's volume like so our place is like really busy so like when you've been waiting in line to get to the bar and then you don't know what you want uh, and then it's like yeah. uh, kind of extends that time or, for the or rest then of the people like, waiting right right or then like you have a credit card and you want to close it out every time you buy a beer you know so <laughs> then like customers do a lot of things that end up and people leave man the bartenders suck there. you know what i mean it's like really <laughs> the customer is doing all these different like you want 17 different shots like we're, you know we're, let's say the four of us are gonna get shots we're like well i want this and i want this i want this. like it's gotcha. it's a super pain in the ass the bartender's you know? like i'll kill you yeah. don't ever order don't ever order a frozen drink really really frozen i like drink. frozen drinks because they'll just gonna tell you the blender's broken most places. You know? it's like, <laughs> like, like McDonald's, the ice cream machine broke. Yeah, because it's just a it's a pain in the ass. But oh, okay. unless you see a place well, that has like like the pre made like yeah. batched stuff in the back, but yeah. like just breaking out the blender in the middle of a rush and then having to clean it is just oh it's god, a it's a nightmare. Understandable. Man. All right. Sounds shitty. <laughs> I mean. In the scheme of things, you know, it's like people out there in this horrible weather shoveling shit right now. And they're like, this guy doesn't want to clean a blender, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boo hoo. Yeah. yeah, but if you're busy. Like, I, I'm just saying, yeah. for, to, to increase your experience, to enhance your experience, that's the kind of things. It's just to, to be as efficient as possible. You don't have to be this huge tipper. Obviously, people like that. But you just... Be, yeah. be nice, man. Don't be like, hey, hey, bartender. Like, they, oh, my gosh. That's yeah. the worst. They know, oh, they, God. Pounding on the bar. Right, like, they know that you're there. They make money by giving you drinks. They want to give you drinks. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> right. There's other people. Like, True. like, it's not like a place where, like, like we're saying McDonald's where there's a line. It's just, you have a crowd. Of, you just have to grab people. You know, like, yeah. oh, I've been here for 10 minutes. Like, all right, man. I'm just... We're just grabbing people. What's you know? a polite way to get a bartender's attention? 
I don't know, maybe hold cash in the air. Like, they might, that might get you noticed because cash is really is, cash is easier to deal with than credit cards. So if I, if I'm I, I don't bartend, I hate bartending. But if I was behind the bar and I see someone who has cash, I'm, gotcha. like, I'm going to them because that's just so much easier than especially running the credit if they're like keep the change too, and then you get right. all well, of that well, right well, away. Well, that too, but not even just so I can get to the next person. You know, because when, when you give me a credit card and then I have to go in the computer and swipe it, wait for the thing to print out, give it to you to sign, like where I could be like hitting like five more people to serve drinks gotcha. in that. In, in that. <laughs> time frame so if, if you're holding up cash and you're like in a, in a busy volume place you probably get served quicker yeah mm-hmm. is that the same with you know uh if you're uh if you're eating same same concept i mean you're not usually eating in such a frenzied like manner like that i don't think it would really translate that way to gotcha. like a team yeah. service but what what yeah. shouldn't we order <laughs> what do you yeah, recommend? yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. don't what do you recommend? What 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 do you like? Surprise me! Okay. <laughs> surprise gotcha. me! What's your what's your cheapest beer? Yeah. Like, oh, surprise me! Oh, I would I would think surprise me that each bartender would have like a go to for said surprise me. Do you know right. what I mean? Like I always pour. A if I was a bartender and they said surprise me, I'll just spite them by going like, "Here's a water." Yeah. Yes. Well, surprise. <laughs> yeah, but like. It's like the bartender, the most expensive I, drink? I hate to, I hate tequila. So the bartender, if I said surprise me, and this bartender could be like world renowned margarita maker, and I'm gonna fucking hate it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's know what you like. You know, at least give them a hint. Hey, like I like vodka. Can you make me a, a, a can you make me a fruity vodka drink or something? Yeah, okay. Like you might get an eye roll and be like, oh, the girl wants a fruity vodka drink. But at least it's not surprise me or what's your cheapest beer. <laughs> it's one step above. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> I'm taking notes over here. It's like the most insulting thing I think for a bartender. What's the what's the thing that's gonna cost me the least yeah. amount of money yeah. to drink in this establishment? Right, right. Like what the fuck? Why are you here? Yeah, that's right. Just leave. I want to hear about your strip club stories. Jeez. Smooth <laughs> <laughs> segue. Because, because yeah. it's not. I know. So we, she did my podcast. And I think that's where this came from. I've been out. dying to hear about the <laughs> stories. And then she's stories. like, I want to hear about the strip club yes. stories. Let me, let me answer your question with a question. Why are you so interested in the strip because club Because when <laughs> I go to strip clubs, it's a fascinating environment to me. It is. It's, it's a, very different than anywhere else <laughs> in the world. Yeah, I've never yeah. been to a strip club. Never no? been to a strip club? No. I wouldn't no. say you're missing anything. Right. It's, I mean, it's, it's a bit, that business has changed a lot too. Like I would say if you went to, and I've never been, but like to like a, a strip club in Vegas or like something like that. Right. Maybe check that right. out. I hear Toronto is supposed to be like the strip club capital of the world. What? Where supposed to be, yeah. Really? They Why? They, so they just have like the, it's just, they're really nice. And they have the most beautiful girls. Huh. And so that's what I hear. They're all Canadian Toronto. up there. They're just nicer. <laughs> yeah. It just is what it is, man. They, huh. they say a boot. A boot. They say a boot. Hey, having a good time, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh I never want to hear that again for the rest of my life. Want to see my boobs, eh? <laughs> my go. dad says the same thing because he was literally a male stripper. He was a Chippendales dancer back oh, in the right. 80s. Yes. And uh, he literally says, he was like, yeah, the industry has really gone downhill. And I'm like, how do you know that? Like, <laughs> in what way? What, is that, what do you mean? It keeps gone. up with Chippendale daily. Well, I, yeah. I'll, I'll go back to the beginning after, but the way the industry has gone down is it's become so much about like, sex. like lap dances ruin that industry. So say like in the 80s and 90s, a certain amount, you can get a certain amount of girls who be willing to show their boobs on stage. They do a stage dance, they take their top off. That's a whole other thing than 
grinding on an old guy's lap in his mesh shorts till he comes in his pants. You know, like to, to be <laughs> graphic and violent. Graphic, yes. but, but that's but Very that's what, but, mental theater. But that's what a that's what a lap dance is. They take a guy to the, the girls take a guy to the the back and they grind on him until you know. But and then you know and you'll see like guys come in in their little basketball shorts and shit. Oh no! See, I've never noticed that. Now no. I'm gonna be on the lookout right. for who's so, extra creepy yeah. here. Who's so, got basketball shorts? Right. On. So you're. you're, th- <laughs> oh. you're you're thinking oh, wow. like what kind of girl wants to do that and it's usually like people who are so desperate for money because they're drug addicts and stuff so like the lap dance is what ruined that when it's just stage work you know i'm not saying like i mean whole countries have topless beaches it's not there's a whole free the nipple move which i i don't understand myself but um it's not such a big deal you can get a certain amount of of nice pretty girls who'd be like yeah i'll, I'll show my boobs on stage i'm not you know but like the, the lap dances is no, the whole. So it, that doesn't happen anymore. Girls don't get on stage. No, they do, but it's it's the quality of that. You're dealing with just a lot more drug addicts in that business because so of the lap dance. What I've realized there's like, no money on stage now. Now all right, now now, right. now the stage is just an advertisement to sell lap dances. That's what I mm. kind of like. I so I I didn't know. I, like I started going to the strip club to like help promote strip clubs for like my job. Yeah. When I was like. 1920 ah. 21 and I'm just like I I didn't know what to expect, and I thought honestly, because you just from the movies that you think you're gonna walk in and there's gonna be like three girls on like three different poles, and they're all gonna be fucking doing their thing, yeah. and like there's gonna be people sitting around. No, that is not what's no, happening. Nope. And I was shocked to realize what what really does happen is more of like a one on one, like intimate, like conversation. I just get with to know somebody. each other, right. you know. And it's like then, our podcast interviews. But really. she's like yeah, sitting right. in front of the Let's person on the stage. Yeah. And it's something. Oh, they definitely they do the poll thing too. Just not as often or right. as frequent as like the right. movies will have you think. And right. Stuff. Like maybe like on like a, depending on the club on like a Friday or Saturday. If it's like really busy and there's a ton of guys on the stage, you'll get girls. But most of the time, the girls like. Like you're constantly fighting with them to get on stage because they want to do lap dances. Like they don't want to do this stage, and then also the, the clubs make money on the lap. So like say a lap dance, I don't know what they cost now, but you know, ten years ago when I was in that business, it was like twenty five bucks, and twenty would go to you, the stripper, and five would go to the house. Oh. So the the club is also really pushing the lap dance as well. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So wow. that's that's where all the, huh. the money is for for everybody. I wonder like how that translates like you said like a bartender just kind of just like bartenders will take advantage of like drinks and stealing that way i wonder how it translates do like dancers do that so what what you deal with in the strip club is so this is all of my money and then that five dollars if i'm kind enough it happened to trickle into the no the so so company. so what you have right is like is there'll be like a room with like a bunch of booths for lap dancers okay and all the lap dances would be going on, and there'll be one bouncer up there, and his job is to count the lap dances and collect the money from oh. the girls. Really? But but what you, you know, he's also making sure that nothing yeah, inappropriate nothing. is happening. Oh. But he's also he's got a sheet and he's counting. All right, this girl's been in, and you're going by song, so he's like, boom, next song, really? next song, blah 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 blah. blah. See, so, this is all I didn't know all of this, and but, I just think it's interesting. But what, what then happens is, say, I'm the bouncer, and you've been back there for 10 songs. And, oh, and gosh. Now, and now you owe, you owe me $50 for, yeah. for, the, for the house. 
Instead, you'd be like, hey, I'll give you 10 bucks and just say I was back there for one song. You know what I mean? And oh, they, yeah. so, but then, you know, so you have a bouncer who does that for an eight-hour shift with 30 girls. He can make a ton of money. The house doesn't get, the girls keeping more money. So everyone's robbing from everybody in That's that what place. I mean. But at the end Damn. of the day, the business is still able to capitalize enough to stay afloat. There's so much money going through there. It's in, in, in a successful oh, strip club. So whoa. like in the strip club, the bars like it's not even a factor they don't care the bartenders are stealing or not because it's not it's just a it's not about it's, that. it's not even a factor you know you have the cover huh? charge you have the the lap dances you have then you want the champagne rooms which is like a, you know it's like a timed lap what dance. happens like, in the champagne room Sean? legally nothing but you know and that's the other thing you have ah. you're, you're supposed to have bouncers that are watching that but again they'll take kickbacks but that, that's what I yeah, yeah whoa yeah, yeah. everybody's the whole business everybody's is, taking kickbacks from everybody huh. but then like so like the girls have to pay to be there they have to pay what's called a house fee that's to, another to, aspect of this to come too to work. So, they always make that back right so, away right yeah they should you know what I mean <laughs> but 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 nor, so normally what happens is the girl comes to work she's got to pay the club 20 bucks and the DJ 20 bucks that's how that's okay. how that works. Um, one of the clubs I was working at, they actually got um, investigated by the state. And the state came in and was like, this whole thing doesn't exist. Like, they, the, the guys is that the strippers are um, independent contractors, but they actually don't meet what the state requires. And, and they were trying to tell all the girls, like, no, you're, you're entitled to thousands and thousands of dollars in back hourly pay for all the time you've been here. And none of the girls would talk to them. They were so afraid of, of losing the money right. that they're making. You know what I mean? Because it's just as good as the money that they would end up getting in any lawsuit. Right, right. It's not even worth it. Then. Yeah. yeah. You, might, you might as well just keep doing what you're doing and keep getting the kickbacks and you know, might wow. as well. And then your yeah. name gets out there. And then, yeah, no, 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 no. Like, I, I imagine some fun things happen at the strip club. Yeah, I mean. The stripping. I, the stripping. <laughs> yeah. The good times. Yeah. The good times. I'm sure that there is a lot of solid memories. Um, More interesting than solid. It's, uh, huh. it's kind of, you're dealing with, as a whole, right, the girl stripping her way through college and the bachelor party guys having a good night out are like the 1%. Really what you're dealing with is like girls who have nothing and are just looking to get drug money and guys who are fucking weirdos and looking to come in their pants. You know what I mean? Like most of what you're dealing with all the time is like the worst dregs of society. And it also is like, you know, like for years I like lied to my family about where I was working and couldn't really have a girlfriend because who's going to, you know. Right. Yeah. And, you know She's like, oh, it's a tough okay. business. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's, it's kind of wild. So I got involved in it because yeah, I'm going to tell you guys a cool story. I, I did tell this on my podcast once. I don't know how far I went detail with it. But um, I there's a, a club by us. We're not saying any names. Okay. Okay. But... Um, <laughs> So I had a friend from high school whose father was like a, a, like a, this big mafia guy in Providence, okay? Okay. So before the club by us was what it's called now, it was called something else. Okay. And it was owned by a pit boss from Foxwoods. So this guy got in trouble with the mafia in Providence with sports betting. And he, oh got, he got so in debt that they ended up taking the club from him. And they sent my friend's father to go run the club for okay. the, the for them, okay? So 
we started throwing so the club right now has two sides it has like a, a juice bar side it's 18 plus and then they have the bar size 21 plus but what it used to be was there was a strip club side and then like a sports bar side and we would throw parties on the sports bar side for my friend's father like we would you know we were in our late teens early 20s and we were throwing these big okay. we were throwing these big parties there yeah. and and that's what was happening there so then I had opened my own bar in Norwich. It was called the Green Room, and I had, I had a bar for a while. I was 25, and at this time, this bigger corporation came in, and they wanted to buy the, the strip club. So the the mafia guy from Providence still owns the building, but now the corporate club that has locations other other places in the state is running the strip club. But part of the deal was they had to keep my friend's father in the business in case they ever stop paying rent. They have a guy in place already who knows how everything's going. So that he wants... He knows how everything's (laughs) going. Right. Right. He's he's making sure that they're getting their end and whatever. But he started having some issues with the people who came in from the corporate side. And he's like, I need someone to come in and have my back. My bar had just failed. I just sold it because I it was I had no idea. That's a whole other story. And he brought me in. He's like, yo, come work in the club with me. So, like, I technically, like, worked for him more than I worked for the club. And the club hated me. And But that, whatever. But that that's how I ended up in that business. And um, So you worked with the mafia? Like, no, yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. I can't confirm or deny. I'm sorry, no, I just but, wanted to jump. Like, but Why don't no, you dial no, that back, but, but, all right, but, a little bit? But right, right. But, that, but yes and no, but like that wouldn't be... I worked for a guy who was in the mafia. I didn't okay. work for like uh, you yeah. know what I mean. Okay. Like that, that yeah, would be no, six sense. degrees that of separation. That would, that, would be, that would be a more <laughs> accurate. Not? But like, but that, in, in a, any point in time, did you ever like think about that decision and like second guess yourself? Well, or? no. So there was a long time where that was like all I wanted. So then like. I would go with him to Providence and we would go like, oh, pick, we would go pick okay. up money places and stuff. And like, dude, I would drive and then like him and like these other guys, like I would walk behind them and like I thought it was the coolest thing at the time. And then like as I got old, you know, I was like in my mid 20s, but I was super immature. I was like a big teenager and I was like, it's so cool. But really, I'm like walking behind them in case anyone starts shooting. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but, like I didn't like really, oh, I didn't really put two and two to, together at that uh at that juncture, I just thought it was really cool to be able to hang out with them and go to dinner and like you know. But it, being an Irish kid, they never really liked me anyway. Right. You know? <laughs> like, but um, are you, are, so like, are you still like on good terms and like friends with these people or? A lot of the guys I knew have gone to jail. Um, okay. But but yeah, um, I mean especially like my friend and his father. Like I'm still. I, you know, I don't talk to him as much. My friend who, like, made this original connection, he's moved to Myrtle Beach at this point anyway. He's got a family and kids. He moved yeah. He was getting in a lot of trouble up here. Even my friend's father, who was the guy, he said something to me one day that, like, never left me. Like, we were getting in so much trouble, and he was like, he was like, listen, Sean, you know what happens to tough guys? They die early. And I just never, that never Damn. left me. Damn, Jesus. That never left me. You That's know? good advice, <laughs> though. No. You know? you, like, it's like, okay. Yeah. So, and, you know, I was, like, 25, 26, and that just, that kind of haunted me, and that kind of made me step away a little bit, and... But uh, that that's like getting way off subject. But that's how I got involved in the strip club business. But the strip club business is like the the craziest thing to see is the transformation. I would say it's like a vampire. So like I would have a girl come in to me and she'd want to apply for a job. I'm like, oh, what the do you do? Vampire. Oh my goodness. Right. So like 
I'd be like, what do you do for a job now? And they work retail somewhere. And, you know, they work 40 hours a week. And after taxes, they make $300 a week. <clears throat> and I'm like, all right, well, you know, here's the job. And then, like, they they start making $100 a night in cash. And they're like, oh, my God. And they start, you know, getting customers. And then, like, all of a sudden, they're making $1,000 a week. And then after so long, like, eventually, you know, the same girl come to be like, I only made five hundred dollars tonight. This club sucks, and I'm like, man, I remember ninety days ago when you worked at when you, when you worked at when you when you when you worked at Target. You know, yeah. but, like, I mean, like, I'm sure. Like, well, what's like the swap out though? Do you know what I mean? Like, sure, t- now you're making this ton of money, but are they increasingly less and less happy? Or yes. yep. So, so what, the money's swapping out the happiness. So is that true in every case? They take it for granted over time, essentially. Yeah, yeah, and and then. Like there, there's a certain amount of girls like who are good with their money. Like you know, I knew a couple girls who had like three Hummers and a house and shit like that. But Damn. like a lot of them were would like either they were drug addicts to begin with, or they were like the 18 year old girl who was like, oh, you know, probably didn't come from the best background, but had that retail job and wanted the lure of the money. And then they start to hate themselves for what they're doing. So then they start drinking. Like it comes where they have to drink just to just to work. You know what I mean? They like, and then that's a, a spiral. Like, there was a girl who I went to high school yeah. with who ended up working for me at one point, and she was our our highest, like one of our highest earners. And I used to have to give her a ride home sometimes because she didn't have a car. And I'm like, what the fuck is up? And she's like, well, me and my boyfriend have a thousand dollar a day oxycontin habit. You know, whole thousand dollar a day shit. oxycontin. Jesus habit. Christ. Wow. That's yeah, man. But it's it's heartbreaking because like, dude, they're so then like yeah. How do you get out of a situation like that? That's and then dealing with like there's uh the the sub base was so close to the club. We dealt with a lot of like little military guys, and you know you you get some of these guys who are coming in from like middle America who are not street smart at all, who have never seen anything, and they like really think that these girls like really like them, and you know girls will be oh. you know they lie. They're like oh. I, my boyfriend just broke up with me. I've got nowhere to stay. Can can you pay for my hotel room for the week? But they've been saying that to 17 different guys. Oh, and 17 yeah, guys man. are giving them $200 for a hotel room for the night. You know what I mean? And under the guise of eventually, I'll tell you my real name. And like the guys will be like, oh, she told me her real name. I'm like, bro, like, who gives a oh, fuck, man? Yeah. You know? Wow. But like, they, they, they just have. A guy killed a, a guy killed himself over a girl at a club I was managing in Berlin. You know, it's damn. Yeah, because they, they really you know see marriages get ruined. They, they people buy into their their the car salesmen got nothing on these girls. Like I said, they're vampires. Whew. This is why I wanted to hear about the strip club stories. Yeah, yeah. damn. Because this is just so much I don't know or like understand about. Me. Yeah, it's just it's it's not. I wish it was like this really cool, glamorous. Yeah. Like my my friends would be like, oh, you have like the best job ever. And I'm like, dude, I'm dealing with like 30 crazy drug addicted alpha male type girls. You know what I mean? They're all manipulative, out of their mind. And then. They're not all like that. a, 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 A high enough percentage to say they're all like that. A high enough mm, wow. percentage to right. say. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, Damn. The stereotypes are there for a reason. Sometimes you're going to throw out 
this amount. You know what I mean? And, have, and, you have, have you ever seen a success story that, like, yeah. this girl needed yep. a lot of money. She got a lot of money. She got in. Cardi she B. got out. And she fucking Cardi left. B. And Cardi she stomped B. on everybody. Yeah. 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 Well, I, True. I, I, don't, I don't know about, like, like something like that. But, like, I, know, I do know a girl who was, like, that rare, stripping her way through college. And she didn't last very long. But now she's, like, this big graphic designer at EB and stuff. You know, there's a few that, okay. like, have come out, you know. But, I'm um, all about getting that money getting paid and then doing your own thing like yeah. you know what i mean but right yeah, right no listen, listen no, no right. it's a great it's a great springboard like it's really almost you know my moral compass is wherever but it's like i picture being a, a if you're an attractive 18 year old girl like fuck it why not do it you know what i mean but <sighs> but it's it's really like it's that back room stuff that's like it's it's gross and it's yeah. it's it's just not good. And then, dude, the girl fights, man. Or the, that was like the worst part of the job. Because girl fights, they fight all the they time f- over money or yeah, money, customers, something stupid. Like that's my like that's that's the thing all the time is like you'd always be like they're not your fucking they're my customers. You know what I mean? But like the oh. girls, they like like yo, you can't talk to this guy because that's my customer. Oh my and you know, trying to break up a girl fight, you know, when they they have their hair wrapped around and they're just oh. like. Dude, I see some girls get and... beat up bad, man. Like, and, and then you're trying to break it up. You're trying to pull them apart. And when they have hair, like, give me two guys anytime. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> give me a civilized fight, what for about God's the, sakes. What about the customer? Like, how do the customers react to, like, these strippers right. just fighting each other? Well, most of the, like, most of the time it's stuff that would happen in the, the dressing rooms, you know. It's not anything that would happen, like, where people would see. But the customers would know a certain amount of the drama. But, like, you would just have girls who are this is my customer you know like yeah huh. wow is Damn. there like a specific lineup as far as like on a friday or saturday night you have like your leadoff hitter and then you have like your, you know <laughs> that sort of thing and then Christian. you know in fourth it's, you don't get the crowd going you also want to know, you know about the no. stats of each girl yeah. <laughs> like an opener for right. the, the main act right 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 is there sort of like a hierarchy of is like, it whoever can work the pole the best is it more no, personality um, the DJ really sets the stage set as to like who's going on when. That's kind of the heart of the DJ's job. But no, there's not nothing because the stage is so, so meaningless at this point. It, it, you know, gotcha. it's, it's really it's, it is the personality. It's, yeah, it's not um, it's not like that. But um, trying to get girls to work because everyone just wants to work Friday Saturday night. You know what I mean? So like you're constantly <laughs> having to cut deals like pick up a Tuesday and I'll buy you dinner, you know, like not me, but like from the bar, you know gotcha. what I mean? Or like, yeah. yo, dude, like that was like one of the hardest things is scheduling, you know, wow. it's like trying to get a girl to work on a fucking Monday day shift, you know, it's like, well, what's that, what's Monday that TV show or movie that there's like a famous quote, they're like the, the hot babies don't work at 12 o'clock on a Monday or something like that like in the <laughs> afternoon. Was that, was that when like Dwight? Dwight, Dwight and yeah. Michael, yeah. yes. Oh, yes. yeah, that's From right. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. they wanted to go, they ended up going to like the yeah. roller rink and they wanted to go to the strip club across yeah. the street. Yeah. The beautiful babies don't work yeah. at one o'clock yeah. on a Monday oh, or something. Oh, God. Yeah. It's a rough crowd. <laughs> right. And, and it's not necessarily true. It's, it, it, that's, that's where being a manager in that business is like really trying to work personalities. It's like, you know, can you please do this for me? Like, gotcha. you know, like I really need this and I'll look out for you in some other way. I'll wave a fee. Cause that's, that business is also all waved on 
based on fees. Oh, you're 10 minutes late to work, you owe me 50 bucks. Oh, you didn't come to this shift, you gotta pay me $100 to come back to work. You know, you did this. It's all wow. based on fines, which also gave you leverage to be like, yo, you work that Monday, I'll waive this fine for you or something like that. You know what I mean? Huh. So it's a lot of negotiating, yeah, it sounds right? like. Yeah. Like every day with different shifts. Constantly. You gotta constantly. constantly keep track of who owes you what when. We had a huge calendar and I just, oh. I would have, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Now, I, I had a, a buddy of mine that we work with in radio I had once gone to a strip club where he was like a DJ at yeah. you know and the girls would come up and they would tip him and I, I'm curious if this is common it, it didn't seem like a great strip club because it was it was like a Friday night yeah. right it was around 7 or 8 p.m. and the girls were like texting and calling people on their phone while they were strip like they were what? not interested in stripping at all <laughs> yeah. I'm not even kidding you checking my email does it, does it happen or was I just at a shitty shitty uh, strip club <laughs> That's that would be just kind of the managers aren't paying attention. It would happen. I mean, keep in mind when I was managing, I left that business in two thousand and nine. So there wasn't like there was like maybe the first iPhone, but there wasn't people weren't using them the same way they gotcha. are they, okay. they are now. But you know, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see girls bringing their phone on stage. They're, they you know they they hate doing the stage. It's like constantly. Like you might get every once in a while, you get a girl who was like at some point in her life a gymnast, and she's really excited to go on stage. And do I was some gonna cool say, shit. yeah, right. because like yeah. But it's more, workout. those more, poles, more, man, are not easy. No, not at all, <laughs> not at all. Come on, after work, we'd all try and fuck around on them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, it's uh, just just getting girls on stage, like so they're always so like they'll constantly be cutting deals with the DJ. Like I'll pay you to five bucks to not let me go on stage or to switch it around so I can go really? do more more lap dances and then the next girl we get called and it's not her time to go on stage and she's like what the fuck it's not my time to go on stage and like well I switched you with it's this it's to, it's a constant battle it's like the most wild wild shit but like some like exec from MTV came in one time and he had a black card which you know like. He, he gave us $40,000 to close the club to him and his five friends. And we ended up having to write checks to the Whoa. girls for all their tips because they, there was not enough cash to to buy it out. You know what I mean? Like the, the strippers were getting and they were freaked out. Like, what am I going to do with this check? And I, you know, they're handwritten checks from the club and they're like, you know, am I going to have to pay, right, am I going to have to pay taxes on this? And like, oh God. I need a W-2. Right, right. Because, right. I'd go get a bank account. There wasn't, there wasn't just enough cash to pay out what these guys were doing. That's like one of the most memorable events to me and well, then, who was this person can you say like well no he wasn't you... it wasn't like carson it was like i guess a guy who was like some head studio exec oh, you know he was okay, like okay. somebody who was behind the scenes yeah kinda, but still uh, made a ton of bread right right and uh and then of course like the next night i saw two of the girls with those guys at ultra 88 mohegan sun and i'm like you know and that's like a thing they're not supposed that was like one of the rules is the girls weren't supposed uh. to go out with the customers when I'm like yeah but I mean they make thousands yeah. and thousands right. and thousands <laughs> right. these yeah. girls but, are going to do that so, but so, so that's the other thing is when you find the, the it's a slippery slope so let's say you're a stripper right and, and you're doing this, this job to make you know even good money you're making a couple thousand a week and then you you have bills due and you're a drug addict whatever you know you're just in a bad spot you have a kid and most of the let me deviate here a little bit most of like the most like girls who were like beautiful who like guys would give a kidney to like we're giving all the money to had like unemployed loser boyfriends who were taking all their money and beating the shit out of them all the time i was like damn yeah like it was uh, unbelievable Christ. but um 
you know, you're at the bar, and then a guy's like, this would happen, you know, not constantly, but enough that, like, I'll give you $50,000 to come with me. You know what I mean? So then you become a hooker. You know what I mean? Like, once yeah. you do that once, <laughs> it's kind of no okay. go, no turning back, you know? And I mean, like, wow. And, like, you know, I, I would just literally have girls be like, I, uh, you know, they'll come to me, like, I'm leaving with this guy. I'm like, well, you're, you're going to get fired. And, like, he's going to give me $20,000. So, you know, see ya. You know what I mean? Right. Would that wow. usually happen, though? Like, they would actually give them the 20000 50000 I, I, I mean, I can't necessarily vouch for it, but I, I believe so. You know? I Damn. Mean, wow. That, that people with that sort of money are common yeah. in places like that. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, some well, people got, though, that Bill Gates money. You know, good lord. But I mean, being a female and trying to navigate the customers that have a lot of money versus the ones who are really gross and have none of the money but are still there and still need the lap dance because they scoured as much money as they could to give to her. I saved up all the money in my piggy bank. Right, right. Like, I don't, you know. Well, like, all the girls wanted to work at this particular one in Groton. They all wanted to work the 1st and the 15th because that's when the Navy guys got paid at Uh, at midnight. So they all wanted to work those dates. And, you know, those poor guys would empty their bank account at midnight the day day they got it. And, and man, you never saw so many, like, people calling to dispute credit cards. I've never seen anything like it in my life. Really? Yeah, like. Has anyone ever won? (laughs) You know, probably to some extent, but like I, I remember one particular guy because I knew who he was from the casino because I'd worked at Foxwoods, was like one of my first jobs out of high school, and this guy was like a, a big casino manager, and he spent thousand. He gave me like eight hundred dollars as a tip. He was like coked out of his mind. And he's like, <laughs> you, you know, and then like the next day, he's like, you know, my wife is gonna kill me. Like, you have to reverse these charges. I didn't spend this much money. I was like, bro, I got every signed receipt from you right here, man. You know, oh, like, oh, that's a bad day for him. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, but um, it's a it's an interesting business, man, and it, it's it's definitely it's not good for anyone that works there. You know, like a manager, the bartender, because the the bartenders are constantly being told by all the customers, "Oh, you should strip. You're the hottest girl in the bar. You know, you know, you guys are the hottest girls in the club." And the bartenders hate the strippers, and the DJ has a nightmare. Like everyone there hates their life. It's like it says, why don't the strippers yeah. also be the bartender? Like, wouldn't that be in the manager's like best interest that your strippers can also bartend? Do you know what I mean? And like have just like a rotating crew of who's on stage and who's behind the bar? No, because sh- girls strip don't want to actually work. That's why they're stripping. <laughs> yeah. Ah, okay. Good point. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's We've thought about that before. Yeah, How's anyway. the food in some of the strip? I've heard mixed things. There's either really good or awful. So like when the, What's the, deal the, the breakfast buffet, buffet. Well, I've seen those a lot. With legs and eggs. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> there was a place in Providence that used to do that. Of legs and eggs. Oh we my god! No way! I literally, when I was an intern the at the radio, that's right, yeah. the Foxy Lady. I literally had to go there for the radio station yeah. when I was an intern in Providence. And I, yeah, that's right. They did the legs and eggs promotion. I to go. I used to have to go there and wake up at like four o'clock in the fucking morning, go there. I'm like 90 pounds soaking wet. This like tiny little kid wearing an oversized radio station t-shirts just surrounded by naked women. It's like the craziest (laughs) sight. I used to love those promotions. Legs and eggs. eggs. I'm sorry. Whoever came up with that is (laughs) fucking brilliant. It's fucking deadly, man. Yeah. But um, like uh, the club, when they first, when I was telling you the transition, when the corporate place bought it out from being like singly owned, they started the one in Groton. They started with like this really 
like significant chef and they had this really great menu and okay. the food was really good but it comes out the people the cost the cost isn't effective you know what i mean like there's because people aren't going people for the, the food, food. <laughs> right yeah right. they probably right. forgot to eat because they're so coked right. out of their minds right and then the people who are there just complaining like what well, you mean this steak is 30 dollars you know what i mean like gotcha. you could, yeah. maybe you could do that in like a, a bigger city in new york city or vegas or whatever but just for a small town connecticut it just it didn't it didn't work you know i mean yeah when when you're dealing with what they're doing the, if the liquor money isn't really even a drop in the water the food because there's no money in food the food is nothing you know what gotcha. I mean? why do some strip clubs call it like a steakhouse you know what i mean or like they try to disguise it as something else yeah i, I don't know uh it's what they're going for i mean i've seen those in new york i've never been to one but I, I've, I've seen that kind of thing I, again that's something that wouldn't work in this area i, I definitely don't know about that yeah, you know? Never heard i've heard that. that or gentleman's club i've heard that yeah. one too you're just trying to the, the the term strip club hits hard. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So gentlemen's club, club. I just assume it, it that just, is the nice way of saying. Strip it just, club. It, yeah. Okay. It, it's right. not. It's not. <laughs> it's not a differentiate. You know, it's not like a different kind of club. It's just. It lands a little softer on the ears and the eyes when you drive by, you know? Right. Strippers. <laughs> and, <laughs> I, don't know, I, I don't know if it's just like a more recent thing or just like as, as an adult, like listening to advertisements all for no matter what the medium is. I feel like they're always pushing for couples. Well, Why is that? Yeah. Why do you want couples there? Could it be me? Wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't that like prevent the money flow? Well, no, I mean, like, going to a strip club with a girl, like, if me and my girlfriend, like, you know, we haven't been in a while, but, like, we used to go to strip clubs once in a while, and it's a little bit more fun because the girls treat you differently because they know that you're not, like, a creepy fucking loser. Okay. You know what I mean? You have a girl with you, and it's a little less stressful for, for them, you know what I mean? And it's it's a little but bit... But isn't it more stressful for the, like, I don't know, like, I wouldn't want to go with my husband because it would be stressful for me. Because I would be like, I don't want you looking at that girl. This girl you can look at maybe, kind of. You know what I mean? And I'm all stressed out because I don't know who he's looking at or when he's looking at him and why. He's got blinders on, like horse blinders. you got to have an Excel spreadsheet and go like, you can look at this girl at this time, this girl at this time. Which one are you? Like, is her butt more juicier? Like... Is it all about her chest? Like, what is God. it? I don't know. Is it her personality? Is it her face? It could be her personality. But what, could why be not legs and eggs? Just, I don't know. Just have that conversation. You know what I mean? Like, you just look at it and be like, oh, that girl's pretty. Let's go get a lap dance from her or something. You know what I mean? It's, and then how does the girl, like, not have the pressure on her now, the one stripping, to entertain two people at the same time? Because it, com- it, it becomes not about the sex, which is, like, what the... the sh- lap dancing normally is the whole grunt it, it really becomes more of like a stage show just for two people okay. more intimate. it's just it's it's a way more it sounds healthier actually yeah. <laughs> yeah. when you bring a couple it, in it, it really it really is the only thing you deal with though is with girls like you said there's a lot of jealousy issues you know like i've had more issues i've thrown more girls out of strip clubs not got, the actual dancers. Than, no, no, like girl customers. Actually, really? Ooh. Yeah, because it constantly, especially if you get like a group of girls, like, oh, this bitch is, I'm hotter than these girls. Oh. And then oh, they start dancing, like, like just dancing. Like, it's a thing. Girls will start, like, like, a group of girls will constantly start dancing in a strip club. And it's not a dance club. Like, you, know, you can't dance in here. It's not, you know, like, but they want the attention. It's, uh, it's, it's, that's it's weird. It's, 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 it's huh. never... 
it's never a good thing like girls on their own like a girls night out at the strip club it usually turns bad that's like going to Walmart and just getting behind the cash register and go like hi I can check you out over here that's like so <laughs> I can do that's it so weird look at me yeah. they so the, the, these girls that come is it like a bachelorette party or is it just a random group yeah, of girls e- either one either one you yeah know, just like wherever it's a group of girls going out it, it, it tends to it tended to go bad pretty quickly <laughs> pretty quickly too yeah. we said you <laughs> know yeah. no, you could usually tell just by the vibe but like couple couples in the strip club are, are were usually fun and they're usually spending more money if they're having a fun night out they're doing more shots and it, it's just okay that, that that's usually that's that is a customer that's that the you clientele would, you, you want you would want yeah you don't that's why i hear about it yeah okay. yeah Gotcha. They want those mean, couples. But but they're also their couples aren't spending thousands of dollars on lap dances like the fucking <laughs> the navy guy, the lonely old guy, et cetera, et cetera. But they're they're a no head they're general generally a no headache. Like I can't remember any time, but I'm sure we've had times where couples get in a fight over the girl in the strip club, like where it goes bad. Yeah. But I can't I can't remember a time where that happened. It was generally couples were keep to themselves and they were fun and you know, yeah. that that kind huh. of thing. Can Damn. you tell if a strip club is bad just by looking at the outside of it? Nah. Okay, because there's one particular club in New Haven where my dad was like, as as a 16-year-old told me, yeah. like the Simba and Mufasa, or Mufasa scene where they're like, everything <laughs> yeah. the light touches, no, except no, for no, that no, area over there. No, don't go, don't ever go over do there. Do not go ever. to that strip club, my son. And it just doesn't look appealing. Like, is that yeah. kind of an appearance thing or is that just kind of like you have to go in and one find One light out? flickering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was, you, you don't know how people want to spend their money. Like, some places just don't like to invest back into the outside of the business because they think it's just a waste of money because it's going to get shitty again anyway. You know, just mm-hmm. that's not a great perspective to have. But I'm just that, right. That's the money not, is that, that, that's it's just, inside. It's not yeah. outside. Right. Right. Yeah. If the inside is gross, that's a whole other thing. But, like, <laughs> yeah. but um, if it, it just depends on how the owner is reinvesting into the business. It's that that's not necessarily a, a reflection of what's happening inside. It, it could be, but it's, just, it's not an absolute. Interesting. Because I've seen strip clubs before where it literally, like, you can't even tell that there's a business inside. Because yeah. it's just, like, all empty walls. It looks like an abandoned warehouse kind yeah. of thing. Is well, that kind of, like, word of mouth then? Then how people would go to that kind of club? Yelp reviews? Yelp reviews. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you're definitely not going to have, like, big picture windows on the outside. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. you know, that's Bay right. windows. Yeah, yeah that's nice. right. <laughs> But stuff like this doesn't happen at Sunsets. <laughs> no, I mean we get enough wild stuff there, but that's a whole that's a whole other crowd. You know, that's uh, no matter how wild it gets there, man. They're they're good kids. I have really really great customers that come there. You know, it just it gets really wild because it's just busy. And but wild in what drunk. sense? Since we're going from a strip club type wild, what do you mean wild? Well, it's just <laughs> it's it's really like the place was never meant to be as busy as it is now, which is good and bad. You know, it's just it's really not even set up to accommodate the amount of people who come there. Or, or to, <laughs> I guess, yeah. Okay, even, wild, I can see that. Even the, the, <laughs> the bar to serve the amount of people that are there, it, it's just it was never meant to be. I really just kind of need to scrap the whole place and rebuild it because it's just it's a good problem to have. We're just so busy. But people come to Suns. Like, there's, people aren't going there on a Friday or Saturday night to have a cocktail. People go there to get wasted. Like, one of the... Yeah. It's just, well, I mean, you guys actually there. have a bus that brings people... Right. Like, they right, drive right, people right, home. Because, oh, I like that. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, customer safety is first and foremost. Like, that's why I have a ton of bouncers. Like, so, people will complain to me. The one thing people hate is cover charge. But we have a cover charge. But... We have to cover the cost of having that that bus that brings people home, and I got seven eight bouncers on because I want to make sure that everyone is safe at 
all times. You know, and they'd be like, oh, I can go to this bar and they don't have a cover charge, but we're great. Get stabbed, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's right. you know, I'll take you, the cover charge. You, thank you. You, you yeah. gotta understand with that five, the five dollars is not really going into the establishment. I mean, obviously a certain amount of it is, but it's it's a necessity to to keep people safe. But like, we have a like a bridge. The, behind the bar is a bridge into the water. And, yep. You know, I've, I've had people jump off the bridge at, at night when they oh, get, get drunk. Shit. And the thing is, the tides go in and out on it because it's it's like brackish. It's like a bay, but it goes out into the ocean. And sometimes, I've never like seen anyone get hurt, but I know of a guy, he uh, broke his hip doing it. You oh. know? He, he, he jumped off the bridge. That's Yeah, but I've seen a bunch of kids wow. do it. Yeah. Um, wow, and you're drunk. Like, how, why would you have, like? I get the confidence to get up there, but then to actually do it and then yeah. to get your head above water. Yeah, I've got some videos. I'll show you afterwards. Holy oh, damn! Yeah. No, I, I never even like heard of that. I, honestly, <laughs> being me, I just never even thought of it. Yeah. Right. I've never. <laughs> no one would do I've that. never seen it and gone. You know what? I could jump off of this. No, never. <laughs> I'd be good. And I've been up yeah. there because the views. Again, there's a reason why it's called Sunset Ribs. Yeah. I mean, it's right over the water, and you have this the bridge, and it's just it's and so the sun picturesque. Comes down, like, Right it's there. right there I know right. and so like I've been up there on the top of that bridge and yeah. I've never thought to myself once like I should jump <laughs> yeah that's, well, that's right. good that's <laughs> really good I guess that's good damn wow yeah but um you know it just it, it gets a little sloppy at the end of the night there's always some puke in the bathroom and you know it's it's just it's like a frat big frat party you know it's it's a college it's you know 30 is old in there you know it's ancient in there it's it's more of a wow. this is just i'm just talking about friday we, we're, we're lucky to hit a lot of different demographics throughout the week and times and stuff but like oh yeah and then you guys even have like the outdoor area too right, and then right. the outdoor bands right and like sundays it's like yeah. all like people will be like our parents age you know rocking out to bands but are they throwing up in the bathrooms Sometimes I mean, yeah. it's still, <laughs> all the people get dude they well, get turned the, up man the, the, the <laughs> thing is like the worst people to deal with are people who don't normally party. So, like, <laughs> if you get, like, you know, a 40 or a 50-year-old birthday party coming out and there are people who are getting wild, like, they're going to be a nightmare because they're not used to drinking. They got like, the babysitter, though, so yeah, they're ready to party. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I've, I've, dude, I've gotten into some scraps with some 40 or 50-year-old, well, I say 40, I'm almost 40, but, like, 50-year-old, like, older guys, you know, like, golfers, the worst, dude. I fucking hate golfers. Guys who have been on the golf course, <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> Guys who have been on the golf course drinking all day, and then, oh. and then they come in at like seven o'clock in their fucking pink polos and their little tiny shorts. I'm like, I'm gonna have to fuck, <laughs> I'm gonna fuck this guy up today. I can already see it. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just. What is it about them? Are they just loud, annoying, and? Yeah, well, it's just it's because they've been drinking all day. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. they're, 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 they're they had a good day. They pregame the pregame. Yeah, yeah. 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 just yeah. marinating and yeah. And usually those beer. are the guys that think that they're, now they're gonna flirt with the younger girls and say you know some stupid shit. And you know, um, the tough time with there's a an army reserve base there, like up the road in Niantic, and a tough time with them when they come into town for their you know two weeks a year because they all think that they're on vacation and they act wild. They're they're uh, I've actually emailed the base asking them to ban the military guys from the place, but they wouldn't do it. But wow, they're Whoa. they're a handful, they're a handful, man. And then you know you're dealing with a bunch of fucking army guys as you get your hands full right you know, right. And you, yeah you know, they know how to kill people right. <laughs> that's, so, that's terrifying you just put extra bouncers on yeah it's just it, they're they're constantly one of the worst issues i have is the is they're all for like guys who are in their their 40s there's just people who don't normally drink so then when they get away and they they go fucking hangover style you know what i mean yeah. like so they just go too far they can't handle their alcohol yeah. and it's like you know one shot and they're done right right yeah. right yeah and they're trying to relive their 20s and 
that's that's more of an but that's, issue. You're the place to do it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and I'll like, I don't want to be. No, no, I, I'm, I'm fine with it. I just kind of was like going off kind of on a tangent here, but it's just really like when you're when I'm saying like things get wild, it's just you it, bring in the people that you want to bring in, but it's just sometimes it's a lot and it's yeah like maxed out. Right, right. You know, um, but people are funny when they drink. Like, like a few years ago, one of the stories that just sticks out just popped into my head was I walked out the deck and on the side of the parking lot, I saw two people having sex. Okay. And then I was like, Jesus. Like, like, right. Right there. Right there. Right. Right. <laughs> not, not even be, in their car. Not even like right. partially no, hidden. No. Not in their car. Yep. Okay. And then I come back in at the end of the night. You didn't go out and take anything. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would be rude. Come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> Let him finish. Yeah. So oh my God. At the end of the night, the girl who was involved comes in the bar. Like We're closed. We're counting money. And she's like crying. She's like, I lost my cell phone. And she's with her boyfriend, and it's not the guy <gasps> who she was in the parking lot. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, God. And you didn't say anything. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> no, did, no. did you lose it while you were having sex? Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. Boyfriend's like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, did you well, check the well, area? Well, I, that, I, did. I didn't say anything, but like, I was like, yeah, go ahead, look around. I went and looked where they were, and it wasn't there. No, it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> that guy, the guy probably has it, you know? Right. <laughs> like, oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. God. Wow. That's awkward. Yeah, yeah. But, um, well, when alcohol is involved, I guess you're going to get stories like that. Right. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, I don't shy away from the fact that, like, we're a party bar. You know, certain bars are not you know, made for that. You know, there's bars you just go, it's a pub, and you have a couple of nice, you know, a couple of drinks, you have a good time, and some places are like, you know, you have dinner. Like, on a Friday or Saturday night at Sunsets, people come to get wild. You know, most of our, most of our, our customers on those times are, are college kids that are home for the summer. You know, they haven't seen each other in a long time. They all graduated high school and they've gone different places. Now they're coming back. It's kind of like Thanksgiving Eve, like, all the time. You know what I mean? For the whole summer. You know, and and I want people to have that. I mean, I really want... I've had a few, like, three or four people in my lifetime who managed places, clubs and bars or whatever. And I really try to take a little bit from each one of them and, and really make it the place. I want everyone who comes there to feel at home enough to puke in the bathroom. You know what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> like, you know, I, I, I want so, That is a really good way of saying it because like, it drives home the point of what you mean, but... Yeah. So, like, when I'm saying it gets crazy and it gets sloppy, <laughs> but it, I also want these kids to have that time, man. And I, I feel like, I, I, you know, I'm from a different generation and I try to give them the hospitality of the generation that I grew up with that I, I don't think exists. You know, like, where being a VIP, which I would never use that term in my place, what I'm just saying is, like, Oh, you know, I know this person. I'm going to bring them in. I'm going to take care of them. Not that they bought a fucking bottle of vodka for five hundred dollars and they bought a VIP. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, I right. want, I want, I want people to to feel taken care of and to to, you know, know that their their business is appreciated. And and I really try to like those are the places that I grew up in and going to. And the the club owners and managers were like that. And it's just it's a different vibe now where. If you're not like buying out the the uh, a VIP section, no one really cares when you go to the club. And I just try to give them a a piece of that, a piece of of, of my youth and, and the things that I enjoyed, you know. And I, I really try to make it a destination and, and, yeah. and a reason, you know. I do like different holiday parties and things, and like during the summer, like we do a Christmas in July. I I, yeah. I, I bought I bought a snow machine. I got Santa. I got Jack Skellington. I got the Grinch. I hire these characters, and like I really try to make it 
like people I want people to not just be like oh I went to the bar I want people like, man that was really fun last night I want, right. that's what I, I want people to like leave there like thinking man I had fun that's really really like number one to me not like oh that place was so cool and my, myself he was dope you know yeah I'd rather people like put their phones away and forget about that and, and, and live in the moment and, and I'm more I, I'm like on my phone constantly. I'm not judging people for that. My, my, my girlfriend like hates me. Like, put the phone away. You know, I'm always on the phone. <laughs> yeah. But but I want people to 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 in their 20s while they're out to really experience life because eventually they're gonna not be able to do this. You know, and I really want people to to take it in. So right. to create those positive memories, they're gonna take with them right, forever. Right. You What's, know, uh, it's a beautiful day. sentiment. We always open the the first weekend of April, but. Um, it doesn't really get busy till like mid May, but you know you got to work. That's why I did my out. birthday party. Though. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. and then you never came right. back once. Oh wait, no, you came back once. Not see, <laughs> yes. see, Ooh. catch yourself right there. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I came back. Yeah. I love yeah, the place. Good. I do. She loves I it so much. She only comes when I pay her to be there. That's <laughs> not true. That's oh, not true. No. We had when I when we went to Sunset, we all went we all for, did, yeah. for Alyssa's birthday. Oh really? We, yeah. So we were yeah, all we were, we were all, all sitting around the table with oh, her and the shit. whole thing. Okay. And uh, literally, See, I, I, I got the, 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 she, it was the whole thing. Let me tell you something. The speaking of like the good times that you're creating for people, that yeah. was not only did I really love the vibe, like I really did have an amazing time, and I wasn't even like down in the bar area partying or right, anything. Right. Like we were on the second floor. It was like the best food I've ever had. I had like the lobster, I think mac and cheese That's or right, something dude. like yeah, that. Yeah, oh my yeah. fucking god, it was well, you're amazing. By the water too, you know, right. you're gonna get like good. Oh yeah, well, well, so it was thing, a beautiful like, area. When I took the place over, you know, Sunset Ribs, it was like a straight barbecue place, and all the customers were like, "Yo, we want seafood." So like, we still have <laughs> we have ribs still because in the name, but other than that, yeah. I've scrapped like anything that would reflect a bar. You know, like lobster mac and cheese, lobster ravioli, lobster rolls, like lobster grilled cheese. Like I try, like it's all that's what I got. Seafood grilled cheese. That, that's yeah, yeah. That was my that's right. That's my I just remember so when the mac and cheese came out, and you know, like how lobsters have like those antennas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The antennas. I always love that. Pretzel antennas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's cool, man. But. I think I like the radio, man. I, I go down. Alyssa lets me come on the radio and talk some shit yeah. once in a while. Yeah, yeah see? I was actually supposed to develop a character and I bailed on it. But, but this is what it is. See, you kept coming to the radio station, so I would see you more frequently. And then you'd be like, well, you never come down. And I'll be like, no, nah, I see all the time. What are you talking about? It's yeah, we were more, in a mornings are tough venue. for me, but I would get up and go. I like, I like, to, it's just, it was, it's neat for me to see kind of behind the scenes, like as someone who grew up listening to the radio, I like kind of to see what's going on and, and, and what it looks like and you know it, it's i think that you guys are in a really dope industry man i i um <laughs> it's I, weird it is weird extremely <laughs> it's weird like you have like way more like i would eh, yeah because we have interesting stories but like yours are yours are the ones that are the headline grabbers ours are right. just like look at this weird listener <laughs> you know, like, the, like the carnival music that's what i like yes. <laughs> you always have to play that over any of our stories whereas you have like real like and then some guy executive came in and spent forty thousand dollars on all these girls and it's like whoa that is a story whereas we're like so, oh like well somebody blew into my studio today and i had to interview him last minute <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. let me let me ask you this like what do you guys think clearly you have a podcast but coming from the radio side what do you think of like internet radio and pocket? So like when I was visiting you one day 
And then I was went over and talked to Teresa in the next studio, and I mentioned something. I was like, "Oh, Pebble's going to come on my podcast." She's like, Ugh, "Podcast?" So, you know, uh, that's know, such like, a that's such a back asswards way to look I at think it. It's, it's, it the, really it's really the future. I honestly think like yeah. terrestrial radio is still going to be there, but podcasting, you need those long form interviews. You absolutely do. Well, I think, think it's about, just a medium that has always been needed to be filled, but there's never been a platform, and now there is. Yeah. Right. Well, think about this. It's it's digital radio. That's what podcasting and internet radio is. So like everything form. is digital too. because I mean, if you really think about it, if you're listening to the radio and you grew up listening to the radio, right? Yeah. Like I did too. We all did. We loved it. However, these days, why listen to an hour-long radio show where half of it is commercials? Like, the, you know, a quarter of it is uh, like songs that you've heard 30,000 times careful, in the careful, same hour. Careful, listen, and I'm not on radio anymore, so I can say <laughs> what like, I want. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> what else is terrible Your about shit my sucks. show? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and the quarter of like, no, here's what I'm saying like it's filled with so much stuff that you don't necessarily want you don't necessarily demand i want to hear an hour of pebbles that's the thing like i want to hear just her i don't want to hear the same sean mendes song that's been played every single hour on the hour i feel attacked whereas digital video listen you're not you're (laughs) fine all right you're doing all right but like what i'm saying is it's so we demand so much as consumers with netflix and with hulu and pandora and spotify eventually people are just kind of stop listening to the radio as much because it's gone down more and more over time because we demand things immediately. We really sorry. do. Sorry. No, sorry I, get it. I, get yeah. it. I get the on-demand aspect of it because I'm going to tell you right now that there's times in my life where there's certain things or certain... Like, I love The Office and I listen to it like in the background of my home and I've realized a lot of it is it's because it's comfortable. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I know, I feel like I know the characters and I like them so much. I think of podcasting the same way that I really want to listen to so-and-so's voice because I like the way he or she words things and, and positions the whole podcast. And right. I find it comforting and that's why I keep going back to it. But that's you, not me personally. Yeah, so yeah. For, for me, it actually lands the opposite. So like when I wake up in the morning and I'm bringing my stepdaughter to school. I put on the radio because I'm not awake yet. And I'm not ready to deal with. That's funny. I'm not. It's, yeah. the, it's the opposite. So yeah, you do. You I, s- I, I'm it. not ready to deal with listening to, to Joe Rogan and Jordan Peterson. Go okay. on, or, you know, and I'm listening to like the '90s rap that I have on my phone. I'm not ready for that yet. So like to me, the radio is kind of just the background noise, and I'm listening yeah. to it. But I don't really like any of the songs. But I don't hate any of them. They're just kind of just going. They're yep. just, it's yeah. just It's just. Ear music, and then you you get on and talk about like the entertainment little clips and stuff, and like oh that's cool, and like I'll go home and like oh hey did you hear about this happening right. in the world, and I like and I like that, you know what I mean? Perfect. But, but to me it's the opposite. To me that's the background noise, yeah. and then like when I really want to hear stuff, it, it's the opposite. And you know I, I had her on my podcast, and I tried to get her to peel back the fourth wall a little bit on radio stuff, dude, and she got so uncomfortable, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then and then and then off. And then I all, came back here and, and I told these guys. Then, this guy yeah. kept asking me about stuff that, like, I just and, and I didn't know how like, to answer. Chill, 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 chill. Yeah, no, yeah. relax, relax. Yeah. You're making it hot. And then off she's, she's like, "You can't, I can't talk about this stuff." It's <laughs> <laughs> not wrong. He just put me on the spot. And then, yeah. well, with your podcast too, and we should definitely name drop for sure. Check yes, out the absolutely. Shamrock Show over yeah. on YouTube. Uh, it's all it's filmed. Yeah. So and that's so not me because I'm so used to the microphone and every day and like I can wear slippers in the studio and you don't know when I'm wearing sweatpants but like I make sure that my energy is just the same every day for everybody whereas I go into all of a sudden your 
show and I'm sitting there in front of a camera and I'm like, do I look at the camera? Do I not look at the camera? Do I look at him? <laughs> like a lot of things going through my look? head. What do I put my hands? What do I put my eyes? And then like yeah. making sure that I'm speaking into the microphone because I still have to make sure that like I'm a professional in that aspect. But it's just, it was a lot. Good. Yeah, a lot. It's a whole show. And then, yeah. And then yeah. you're throwing these questions at me. <laughs> I thought they were like pretty standard questions. I don't know, man. I, ask I, them. I, ask them to them. Maybe they can answer. <laughs> All right. What's, what are the what are what the was questions? One of the questions you said. How does the song get on the radio? Right. And she's like, <laughs> money. She, and she's like, she's like, well, it has to get on the chart. I mean, well, how does it get on the chart? She said, well, it's got to be on the other chart. And I'm like, well, how does it get on that chart? <laughs> <laughs> Why are there so many charts? Yeah. It's. I'm like, what is the charts? I can't yeah. tell you what the charts are. Like, <laughs> you know. it's really complicated. It's a lot yeah. of streaming. It's a lot of looking at songs that are rising. It's a lot of like cross promotion with other sort of genres. We're not playing just pop music. So the station I worked for was like top 40 pop music. Yeah. We're not playing just that anymore. We're not. We're playing country music. We're playing alternative music. You have to look at what's going up and what you think would be a good earworm, basically. Yeah. And by the time like songs get big, like Liz- Lizzo's getting played a million times. Yeah. You hear Lizzo's songs everywhere. The problem is Truth Hurts came out in 2016. That's just kind of the basis of it. Like yeah. you're hearing a song... And you'll hear like that was new music by Lizzo. Well, no, it wasn't. The song's three fucking years old. Right. It's Everything's old enough a lie. to be a toddler. So then, how did yeah. they get into that position? I think was kind of what he was asking. It's you a know lot what of I mean? after pay three for play, years. Right. It really is. It's really pay it. for play. And, and then like three. I don't know. I don't really know like the the shelf life. But like there'll be like a song, like Old Town. Like this actually came up. So. I forgot Old Town Road even existed. It was like the most, like the song of the summer, right? It was on yeah. all Everywhere. the time, yeah. nonstop. Everywhere. Minute 52 and, of terrible sounds. Yeah, and then the other day, I, I was in the, in the car with my stepdaughter and it came on. She's like, oh, I haven't heard this song forever. I'm like, you're right, I haven't. You know, but it's like that song that was like so hot for the whole summer won't just randomly, very, like it's just not in rotation. Like it's either played constantly or not at all. It's yeah. not like, well, that song was just great a month ago. You can't like play it now like it's like Despacito. It's the yeah. exact same thing. You're right, absolutely right. right. But just like any trends, those, just, just like with fashion. Right, right. Things any, come like and go. Any of those songs, it's like, like why do I have to hear the same 12 songs like all the time? Like, like why can't, what about the same 12 songs that were on like a month ago? Can't you sprinkle them in a little bit? Like it just, I don't know. Like, and and as, you, as you guys are talking, I was kind of thinking like, I would be into like a podcast slash radio, like where it was kind of the reverse where like you talk for like 30 minutes and then it's like 10 minutes of songs. Then you come back. Like, I I think like kind of like reverse it a little bit, you know, where you're in the car and like, you know, instead of just like 30 minutes of songs and then five minutes of talking, like, like, well, like, oh, this person's interesting. I like to hear them talk more, but I also like songs. Like, I think it would But that's why like, podcasting is great because I don't think that would work on a radio format no, because it, it people I, would tune in halfway through your conversation. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. like, the yeah. fact that you're coming in halfway through yeah. and then you're trying to catch up on what you lost out on, but that's why yeah, but podcasting is so beautiful. Doesn't talk radio exist anyway? Well, th- yeah. Wouldn't that be the same for, like, Howard Stern? You're coming in, like, he was radio. But I think that's why yeah. it works so great with news and not so much with, like, say, if we talked about Kim Kardashian's butt for 30 minutes. Yeah. I mean, like getting in halfway through might might not be as interesting because you've already reached all of your points in the first yeah. two. I, it's not I don't too know. Much to say. Yeah. But that's why I like the pause in the play for the podcast because no it matter, nice. it's it's for, it's personal. It's for you. It's when you're ready to listen to it. Yeah, right. yeah. I, mean, I think podcasts are great, man. It's just a, a, like I listen to them more than 
anything now you know it's just there's so many interesting people out there and right it, yeah. like just so like i love listening to experts in their field whatever the field may be talk about it you know what i mean yeah. it's, it's really cool to hear people's perspective on things and like whether it's confirmation bias you're listening to someone who you would normally agree with like oh now i have this ammo when i get in that argue with my boy you know right, <laughs> right, right. Nice. Or, or maybe you learn something new like like you really see something a little bit differently where you're hearing it as opposed to someone preaching it to you. You're just hearing it being talked about. Exactly. You know? yeah. I think that it's really cool, man. And I really, I really enjoy hearing the the free flow of thoughts and ideas, and uh, as and not so much, you know, showing my age, but like the clickbaity, like this is the title, this is the information, boom, 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 and, and that's right. what it is. You know, right? I mean? Actually, like, like getting into the details of things. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. I, I like to know the why. You know, yeah. I was always a why. Well, why? You know. It's and I live in a radio world that's so like, what's trending now? Go. Right. Talk right. About it immediately. Talking about it. Yeah, and then put it away, and that's that. Right, but then you have to come with that energy all the time too, which is I, I couldn't, especially the time slot that you occupy. I couldn't muster that. <laughs> yeah. It's all I know. It's brutal. That's right. It's, it's, it's what I was raised really with is. in the full time world, but. Well, I do want to plug a really great podcast, Shamrock Show, yeah. which again oh, yeah, is yeah. a very, very uh, great name. Now they can find it on YouTube, right? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Um, I'm, I'm, I just did my 12th episode. Like, I'm going to bang on another one soon. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a video format is how I always wanted to do it. But I also did put it on, um, it's on SoundCloud. And then I put it through this other, this, thing, this uh, website called Anchor and you put it in and it's, it's on, I believe it's on Apple and, and uh, like Google Play and stuff now too. But yeah, the Shamrock Show is just, it's me just talking to see who's willing to talk to me and just kind of people who do interesting things. You know, like over the course of my life, I've uh, collected friends who have like cool jobs and string jobs and I like to kind of hear. Do you want to name drop some of the people that you've had on? Cause yeah. Um, this girl Pebble, she's a radio. Oh, no, 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 no. There you go. No, no. That was good timing. No. Good timing. Cut that out of this. Set it up. She's on, yeah. Come on. She's I'm keeping on, it in. She's I'll on, put it at the beginning. She's on Jamming 1077, and I, I had to Shut keep up. the link. You've had some really big I name fighters and stuff. Well, I, I used to have like a like a web web a web show on MySpace called the Shamrock Show. It was a totally oh, different thing. Throw that, it back. Right. Damn. But that's what. It, so there was a, a DJ called Callie from 1077. She's in Boston on a country station now, but she was a homie and she was on that show so I've had the lineage now I had her and she was like the original Pebbles when that's the and then now I got Pebbles on my show yeah so. that's right she's Pebbles 2.0 no, she's moved right. on to a bigger market <laughs> <laughs> no no you're Pebbles 2.0 she was the uh the yeah, beta, she was the beta you know <laughs> she's the beta whatever you sure <laughs> that's right but uh yeah man I've had on um so like my first episode was a buddy of mine and he owns a a sport like a sports memorabilia he owns a sports memorabilia store at Foxwoods but he was a pro fighter he was a Chippendale dancer and he's nice. been involved in like professional wrestling so he's had a really cool stories and then um, you know um, I have a buddy who works for Bellator MMA which is like the the second biggest uh, fight promotion in the world and he deals with the medical stuff so he's talking about like crazy injuries he's seen and kind of. The, tr the different food the places he's traveled it's like it, it wasn't so much about the fight stuff but it, like he went here and this kind of thing happened in his travel or this food here was great or this food here was was terrible um i had on uh katie allen who is like a influencer on instagram and you know she gets paid to travel around the world and do photo shoots yeah and shit, i definitely you know? i thought that one was really interesting watching uh, that awesome. video 
but yeah, it's just it's been kind of cool, man. It's been a learning process. Like I said, I'm only on episode twelve, but I, I like part of me feels like I'm just like just starting, which is true. But other part of me I feel like I've been doing it for a while because I've learned so much since the first episode on just how to interview people because I didn't really know that wasn't a skill that I had. You know what I mean? And then I got stuck with one of my first one of my first episodes, early ones. I thought was terrible because I asked this guy. He had been on a reality show, and I'm like, "Oh, how'd you get on the reality show?" And I was like, "Oh, cool. There's 20 minutes." So I got an email and I responded, and then like. I was like, sick. You're like, yeah, fuck. dude. You know what I mean? And uh, I had to try to, oh, shit. I just killed somebody. Yeah. <laughs> One punch, man, no. <laughs> right. But uh, I um, kind of had to learn how to carry the conversation. I also, like, delved into doing more homework and more background on the guests in case I ended up in these like little awkward spots where I had nothing to say. You know, it's one thing mm-hmm. when I'm talking to somebody like when I have Pebbles on, I know Pebbles. So it's for her and I just have a conversation. It's not a big deal. And, and that's really the vibe that I wanted to give out. But I want to, when I'm interviewing people, like I had this kid, Ryan, who uh, he had his, he had this show on uh, Channel 8, CT Style, but he actually got, he's in New York now. Oh, Ryan oh, Christopher. Yeah, Ryan yeah, 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 that's, that's awesome. Homie. I yeah, love him. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. He's a good dude. Yeah. yeah, he's a great dude. And he came, he came down and did my podcast, you know, um, but then, like, what kind of sucked was I wanted his audience, and he said that the station boss wouldn't let him share it because I got him drunk on the episode. We were drinking whiskey. Oh, no. And no. So I was like, fuck, man, I lost the whole episode. But yeah, so when I was uh, involved as part of uh, a, a team for um, this, this cat, Brendan Ward, he's a, a MMA fighter, he had to do Ryan's show, CT Style. So I went up to New Haven and did the filming, and I met Ryan, and we kind of stayed on touch on Instagram after that. So then when I started this up, I was like, yo, shot in the dark, yo, will you come down here and do it? And he drove like an hour and a half from wherever he was at, and he came and did nice. it, which was wild. That's a good dope, dude. Man. And yeah, That's awesome. He's a, he's, a, he's a great guy, man. I had a, I had a good time with him, and... Uh, you know, that was like episode three, and I wish that like I could do it with him now because I think it would be even better. You know what I mean? But um, you know, he's like I said, he's moved on to New York and he's doing some uh, some big things, and it's, nice. it's dope, man. It's just it's cool, and it's, I'm getting to the point now. It's it's kind of neat where like. I'll be out and people are like, oh, you're the guy with the podcast. And that's like my, like, I, I, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, what's up? You know, that's kind of dope. Because <laughs> I've spent, spent a lot of money advertising it on, like, Facebook. Like, boosting oh, yeah, I mean, boosting. Right. I was surprised yeah. the amount of views. I was like, Yours is the number one. Ah! Yours is the number Well, you shared it on the radio station page, too, though. It's scary to think, like, just because the... Like, I know how I mean to say things, and yeah. I just, you never know how they come across. And right. obviously, like, with our own podcast, we have our own right. followers, but sometimes you <laughs> yeah. just... Disclaimers. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. you right. just think to yourself, like, oh my goodness, that's... It's just so wild, because there's that number of people that chances are at least 5% probably don't like you. Or, do you know, yeah. or like, probably yeah. wouldn't, you know, are watching to hate you. Yeah. Or, oh, you know, course. and I start thinking about, like, whoa, once I saw how many views, I'm like, oh, i glad I wore makeup. And, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, like... <laughs> Dude, whether people are watching to see you fail or they're watching to see you kill it, like they're watching. That's right, like that's really true. all that matters, man. And and it's like, I have big hopes for what I'm going to try to do with this thing. And, you know, hopefully you can get there. It's just, it's spending the money to, to get it seen, you know, because like, especially Facebook is where I'll put it out. You know, you like when you have a business page, like mm-hmm. so for like, for example, for, for Sunsets. I have like 11,000 likes on that page. And if I post something, it shows you'd be like 150 people saw this post. Right. Unless you post it. Unless you right. boost yeah. it. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So like for a business like that, it's fine. But like for me to boost, like spend hundreds of dollars, which I've done right. boosting these posts yeah. on Facebook, you know, it's, I guess start. I haven't really delved into it too hard. I guess start looking for some sponsors, like try to help me because I'm renting the studio. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. it's I, I got to try to cover on, on that end a little bit. But I really do have hopes for where it can go and like 
you know, I have like so many great people. Like I've had three people flake on me, which sucks. And I did that to you guys, so I want to apologize on air. But I really didn't flake. My my car, I really blew a head gasket on my car. It was an absolute nightmare. My my car and my girlfriend's car in the same week both both broke down. Oh, that's, that's a bad. That's yeah, a shit show. Yeah, that sucks. It was, it was unbelievable that it happened. And just I, I should have rented a car. I spent like four hundred dollars in Ubers in a week. You know what I mean? Ooh. Like, but like I kind of dug it. So like I was ordering like the Uber. XL so I could sit in the back. Like, I, felt, <laughs> I felt like a rapper. Don't talk to me. I'm like, famous. Like, oh, like they would pull up an excursion. Like it's just you. I'm like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, I've had three people flake on me, which is kind of tough. But uh, like it sucks when, especially like you guys. At least I would guess could still do an episode like no matter what. You know what I mean? Like even if like today I no call no show. The three of you guys right. just bang out. It's just me. I can't go talk for an hour. So Bru- like uh, I've had three. I've had. I had a Playboy model, a rapper, and a fighter all on the day of blow me off, and it's like fuck, and like fuck that will do your show. Let's yeah, go, yeah, right? All three of us, we'll do it again. Yeah, yeah, dude, I would Anytime. love it, man. I would absolutely <laughs> love that, dude, and, and I hope I can come back up here again. Absolutely, but um, yeah, it's it's just trying to build it, and I've got some great, great people that I want to have on, and I think I'm gonna go to Ireland again in February, and like I might do a remote one and just do it on my my cell nice. phone. Like, That's cool. Yeah, That's really cool. Mm. The awesome. Shamrock Show. The Shamrock Show. And again, thank you so much for coming up to the studio today. Oh, We've had no, a great time. I've learned so much new shit today. Oh, cool, man. It's well, I'm amazing. glad, man. I'm glad that uh, we can have some fun and fucking... This little studio is dope, man. This is... Oh, thank you. I mean, How I mean, can people all follow you on your Instagram, too? My, my Instagram is just Sean Shamrock, one word. It's uh, it's private, but I'll probably f- I'll approve you, you know. <laughs> all right. That sounds <laughs> good. I, like, I like to keep people in purgatory. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> all right. Follow the Shamrock Show. Yeah, Check Shamrock it out. It's Facebook. an amazing yeah. show. He's got great guests on. Sean Shamrock, again, thank you so much for coming ah, no on no the doubt, podcast. Man. It's really, really cool to be, to be here, man. I appreciate you guys. I had a lot of fun, man, and uh, I hope that your people dig this, man, and Show the bartenders money and stay the fuck out of strip clubs. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. A great ending bravo, advice from bravo. Sean. Thank you again for being on the podcast. Please show your money. Stay out of strip clubs. Stay safe. Don't do too much cocaine. Fortune cookie status. Fortune cookie status. <laughs> All right, perfect. Thanks again, guys. Thank you to my co-host uh, at Pebs1077, at Christian Turnquist. Every Tuesday uh, at 5. Every Tuesday yes. at 5 p.m. You're going to be hearing this. Uh, and uh, follow us at Maxwell's Magic Hour and I. I am at Maxwell McFly. So thank you guys again. Thank you, Sean, for coming on the podcast. And Christian, will you for do sure. the honors? Yeah, bye.